The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Tuesday Good News Day, a reminder that it's your baptismal responsibility to share the good news. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021, Tuesday of the 12th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of Saints John Fisher and Thomas More. John Fisher was the Bishop of Rochester. Thomas More was the Chancellor of England. Both steadfastly refused to approve King Henry VIII's divorce and remarriage and establishment of the Church of England. John Fisher was executed June 22, 1535. Thomas More met the same fate just a couple of weeks later, July 6, 1535. Saints Thomas More and John Fisher, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh my God, I offer you all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the sacred heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works by uniting them to his infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them in the furnace of his merciful love. O my God, I ask of you for myself and for those dear to me the grace to fulfill perfectly your holy will, to accept for love of you the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for young people who are preparing for marriage with the support of a Christian community. May they grow in love with generosity, faithfulness, and patience. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We reflect today upon the challenging teaching of our Lord in the Gospel, where he says, Enter by the narrow gate, since the road that leads to destruction is wide and spacious and many take it. But it is a narrow gate and a hard road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Well, the first thing that came to my mind is, why not the wide road, where you can travel as fast as you want, and where you can go where you want, and it's more fun. I live in a city with a population of 14 million people. And you can just imagine how the streets and the roads can be crowded. And of course, the traffic jams are normal and the flow of traffic can be very slow. But of course, we have to take our Lord's words in today's gospel beyond their literal meaning. In this gospel, he refers to a way of life. 
to a road that leads to life. This means that to follow the wide road is to avoid one's responsibilities and to go with the flow. In the sense of doing anything you feel like doing, which may include following roads of selfishness. Obviously, that is not the way of life that we want to pursue. As for the hard road, it's hard because it requires following the way of Christ. And choosing between right and wrong can be like squeezing in through the narrow gate and entering the hard road. So, Lord, please help us to see the road that leads to you and to follow it. Help us to strive to enter by the narrow gate. We know that today, Jesus is eagerly looking at us, inviting us to break out of our comfort zones, to start striving to be more His. And He's only asking this of us because He loves us. And love always seeks the very best for the Beloved. So let's look into our hearts to discover where we have to strive more. And in that striving, we turn to our Lord so that He may give us the grace to face difficulties patiently. Like St. Thomas More, whose feast we celebrate today. St. Thomas More is always presented to us as a man of prayer, which was what enabled him to be brave in the face of the most fearful of all bodily evils, which is death. Death through martyrdom. When his king wanted to divorce his wife and marry another woman, and the king harassed Thomas to approve the divorce, well, Thomas could have followed the easy road of giving in. But Thomas More chose to enter through the narrow gate. He readily faced death rather than deny the true definition and indissolubility of marriage. So we look up to his example because by experience we know that when the going gets hard, it's easy to give up. Following our Lord is never an easy task. The imitation of Christ is a serious business. Because after the initial decision to enter through the narrow gate comes the decision of each day, of each moment, to continue squeezing in through that gate to enter the hard road that leads to life. And Lord, you know that left to ourselves, we often take the easy and convenient path. We tend to be afraid of anything that smacks of sacrifice. So I help us squeeze in through that narrow gate when we are challenged, for example, to be patient in dealing with the complications that every day brings with it. To manage our bad temper or our gloominess during those times when we have to wait or when unforeseen circumstances change our plans at the last moment or when we are faced with the little or the big failures. We need a lot of that inner strength that comes from you, Lord, so that we can land on our feet when the ground seems to be moving beneath us. 
to be able to accept with courage whatever happens to us. Because as someone very insightfully puts it, life doesn't stop to ask us, what would you like to happen today? No. Things just happen. So we need the strength that comes from our Lord to be able to roll with the punches and to come out stronger afterwards. To rebound after facing a painful or a stressful situation. So for those who, for whatever reason, feel discouraged and burdened by difficulties, I want to share with you the story of a man who, at the age of 31, failed in business. Then the following year, he was defeated in his bid for a seat in Parliament. And then at the age of 34, he tried starting a new business and failed again. The following year, his girlfriend died. And so at the age of 36, this man had a nervous breakdown. But two years later, at the age of 38, he ran for elections again, but he lost. And in more elections, when he was 43 years old, 46 and 48. At last, at the age of 55, he thought, well, maybe I should try the Senate. But he lost again in the senatorial race. And finally, at the age of 60, this man who never gave up was elected president of his country. So we may not be in the same melodramatic situation like that man. But we can always turn to our Lord to give us the spiritual calories that we need to be able to increase our fighting spirit. This also reminds me of uh, the Women's Tennis Association match in Singapore five years ago. You have the Russian Svetlana Kuznetsova, who was trailing the defending champion 1-2 in the third set when she requested a break and a pair of scissors. And then she hacked off her ponytail about halfway down. A very unconventional tactic, but that tactic seemed to work because she won the match. Later, she explained that uh, actually her hair had been bothering her by getting in her eyes. So she said, every time I would hit a good shot, my hair would hit my eye every time and I had to struggle. So I thought, okay, what's more important now? My hair, which I can grow again, or the match? And that's it. She hacked off her ponytail. As she wrote under a video on Instagram, sometimes you have to do it not by the best hairdressers and not at the best time. And that's a mindset that I think we can apply in our journey through life. In our squeezing through the narrow gate to enter the way of Christ, let's not feel victims of anyone or of anything. Let's keep striving. And if by chance we can do it by one path, let's try by another path until we get it. Never giving up. Drawing strength from our Lord to be able to manage stress, pressure, and to navigate through our negative emotions. Of course, we will still have our fears. 
perhaps the fear that we may not have enough emotional energy to treat kindly those we dislike, or the fear that maybe we may not have enough time or inspiration to meet our work deadline and a long list of what-ifs. Well, let's accept that we experience fear, but let's not allow it to haunt us all the time. Let's not allow our fear to paralyze us. Instead, let us remind ourselves that I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. That's why we pray in order to have cool heads and fearless hearts in the uproar of setbacks, putting all our trust only in God and comforted by our Mother Mary, the help of Christians. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday of the 12th week in Ordinary Time, June 22, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God.
Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Lord, Lord let, my let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. O Lord, listen to my prayer, and let my cry for help reach you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear towards me, and answer me quickly when I call. For my days are vanishing like smoke. My bones burn away like a fire. My heart is withered like the grass. I forget to eat my bread. I cry with all my strength, and my skin clings to my bones. I have become like a pelican in the wilderness, like an owl in desolate places. I lie awake, and I moan like some lonely bird on a roof. All day long my foes revile me. Those who hate me use my name as a curse. The bread I eat is ashes. My drink is mingled with tears. In your anger, Lord, and your fury, you have lifted me up and thrown me down. My days are like a passing shadow, and I wither away like the grass. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. But you, O Lord, will endure forever, and your name from age to age. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. For this is the time to have mercy. Yes, the the time appointed has come, for your servants love her very stones, are moved with pity even for her dust. The nations shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the earth's kings your glory, when the Lord shall build up Zion again and appear in all his glory. Then he will turn to the prayers of the helpless, He will not despise their prayers. Let this be written for ages to come, that a people yet unborn may praise the Lord. For the Lord leaned down from his sanctuary on high. He looked down from heaven to the earth, that he might hear the groans of the prisoners and free those condemned to die. The sons of your servants shall dwell untroubled, and their race shall endure for before you that the name of the Lord may be proclaimed in Zion and his praises in the heart of Jerusalem, when the peoples and kingdoms are gathered together to pay their homage to the Lord. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. You, O Lord, established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. You, O Lord, established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. 
He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened the days of my life. I say to God, Do not take me away before my days are complete, you whose days last from age to age. Long ago you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like clothes that are changed. But you neither change nor have an end. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you live in the hearts of your saints, and so have built up Zion. May you always show your greatness through their good works. You, O Lord, establish the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Listen, my people, to my teaching. Give ear to the words I speak. A reading from the first book of Samuel. When David returned from slaying the Philistine, Abner took him and presented him to Saul. David was still holding the Philistine's head. Saul then asked him, Whose son are you, young man? David replied, I am the son of your servant Jesse from Bethlehem. By the time David finished speaking with Saul, Jonathan had become as fond of David as if his life depended on him. He loved him as he loved himself. Saul laid claim to David that day and did not allow him to return to his father's house. And Jonathan entered into a bond with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan divested himself of the mantle he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his military dress and his sword, his bow and his belt. David then carried out successfully every mission on which Saul sent him. So Saul put him in charge of his soldiers, and this was agreeable to the whole army, even to Saul's own officers. At the approach of Saul and David on David's return after slaying the Philistine, women came out from each of the cities of Israel to meet King Saul, singing and dancing with tambourines, joyful songs, and sistrums. The women played and sang, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Saul was very angry and resentful of the song, for he thought, they give David ten thousands, but only thousands to me. All that remains for him is the kingship. And from that day on, Saul was jealous of David. Now Saul's daughter, Michal, loved David. And it was reported to Saul, who was 
pleased at this, for he thought, I will offer her to him to become a snare for him, so that the Philistines may strike him. Thus for the second time Saul said to David, You shall become my son-in-law today. Saul then ordered his servants to speak to David privately and say, The king is fond of you, and all his officers love you. You should become the king's son-in-law. But when Saul's servants mentioned this to David, he said, Do you think it's easy to become the king's son-in-law? I am poor and insignificant. When his servants reported to Saul the nature of David's answer, Saul commanded them to say this to David. The king desires no other price for the bride than the foreskins of one hundred Philistines, that he may thus take revenge on his enemies. Saul intended in this way to bring about David's death through the Philistines. When the servants reported this offer to David, he was pleased with the prospect of becoming the king's son-in-law. Before the year was up, David made preparations and sallied forth with his men and slew two hundred Philistines. He brought back their foreskins and counted them out before the king, that he might thus become the king's son-in-law. So, Saul gave him his daughter Michal in marriage. Saul thus came to recognize that the Lord was with David. Besides, his own daughter Michal loved David. Therefore Saul feared David all the more, and was his enemy ever after. The Philistine chiefs continued to make forays, but each time they took the field, David was more successful against them than any other of Saul's officers, and as a result, acquired great fame. The Word of the Lord Have pity on me, O God, for men trample upon me. All day long they persecute me with their constant attacks. I place my trust in you. For you have rescued my soul from death, and you have kept my feet from stumbling. I place my trust in you. A reading from a treatise on Christian perfection by St. Gregory of Nyssa, Bishop. The life of the Christian has three distinguishing aspects, deeds, words, and thought. Thought comes first, then words, since our words express openly the interior conclusions of the mind. Finally, after thoughts and words, comes action, for our deeds carry out what the mind has conceived. So when one of these results in our acting, or speaking, or thinking, we must make sure that all our thoughts, words and deeds, are controlled by the divine ideal, the revelation of Christ. For then our thoughts, words, and deeds will not fall short of the nobility of their implications. What then must we do, we who have been found worthy of the name of Christ? 
Each of us must examine his thoughts, words, and deeds to see whether they are directed toward Christ or turned away from him. This examination is carried out in various ways. Our deeds or our thoughts or our words are not in harmony with Christ if they issue from passion. They then bear the mark of the enemy, who smears the pearl of the heart with the slime of passion, dimming and even destroying the luster of the precious stone. On the other hand, if they are free from and untainted by every passionate inclination, they are directed toward Christ, the author and source of peace. He is like a pure, untainted stream. If you draw from Him the thoughts in your mind and the inclinations of your heart, you will show a likeness to Christ, your source and origin, as the gleaming water in a jar resembles the flowing water from which it was obtained. For the purity of Christ and the purity that is manifest in our hearts are identical. Christ's purity, however, is the fountainhead. Ours has its source in Him and flows out of Him. Our life is stamped with the beauty of His thought. The inner and the outer man are harmonized in a kind of music. The mind of Christ is the controlling influence that inspires us to moderation and goodness in our behavior. As I see it, Christian perfection consists in this, sharing the titles which express the meaning of Christ's name. We bring out this meaning in our minds, our prayers, and our way of life. Whatever you do in word and deed, do, do all in the, in name, the name of, of the Lord, Lord Jesus. Jesus. None of us lives just for himself, and none of us dies for himself alone. Do, do all in, in the, the name, name of the Lord Jesus. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name. For you never deprive of your guidance those you set firm on the foundation of your love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel along with In Conversation with God and Pray Morning Prayer in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday of the 12th week in Ordinary Time, June 22, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord basically says, don't necessarily try to take the easiest way. It's from the 7th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Do not give dogs what is holy. And do not throw your pearls before swine, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. So whatever you wish that men would do to you, do so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. 
for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We're celebrating Saints John Fisher and Thomas More today, and even though the memorial is optional, I feel very close to them. Let's focus a bit on Thomas More. He truly was a man for all seasons. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 6, Special Feasts. In England, in 1534, all citizens who had come of age were ordered to take the oath under the Act of Succession, which acknowledged the union of Henry VIII with Anne Boleyn as a marriage. The king proclaimed himself supreme head of the church in England and denied any authority to the pope. John Fisher, Bishop of Rochester, and Thomas More, Chancellor of the Realm, refused to take the oath. They were imprisoned in 1534 and were beheaded the following year. At a time when many acceded to the royal will, it would scarcely have been noticed if these two had taken the oath and they would have saved their lives, their property, and their positions as so many others did. Both of these men, however, were true to their faith even to the point of martyrdom. They were able to give their lives when the time came because they were of the kind who lived their vocation day by day, giving daily witness to the faith, sometimes in matters that might have seemed of little or no consequence. Thomas More is a man very close to ourselves because he was an ordinary Christian who knew how to combine in perfect unity of life his vocation as the father of a family with his profession as a lawyer and later as Lord Chancellor of England. He was at home in the world. He loved all the human realities that formed the framework of his life in the place and position where God wanted him to be. At the same time, he lived such detachment from earthly things and had such love for the cross that we can say he drew all of his strength from it. Thomas More was in the habit of meditating on a passage of the Passion of Our Lord every Friday. When his children or his wife complained about ordinary difficulties and annoyances, he told them they could not expect to go to heaven in feather beds, and he reminded them of the sufferings our Lord had undergone and that the servant is not greater than his master. As well as using the ordinary little pinpricks and routine mishaps of the day as a means of identifying himself with the cross, Moore offered up other penances. Some days he wore a hair shirt, a garment of rough cloth next to his skin. He continued this practice during his imprisonment in the Tower of London, in spite of the cold, the damp, and all the privations he had to put up with during those long months. It was here in the cross that he found his strength. We are Christians who follow Christ closely in the midst of the world and bear witness, generally silently, to him. Do we too find strength in being detached from earthly things and through the practice of daily mortification and prayer? In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 before the hour. Let's pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. I will, I will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. My song is of mercy and justice. I sing to you, O Lord. I will walk in the way of perfection. Oh, when, Lord, will you come? I will walk with blameless heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes whatever is base. I will hate the ways of the crooked. They shall not be my friends. The false-hearted must keep far away. The wicked I disown. The man who slanders his neighbor in secret I will bring to silence. The man of proud looks and haughty heart I will never endure. I look to the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way of perfection shall be my friend. No man who practices deceit shall live within my house. No man who utters lies shall stand before my eyes. Morning by morning I will silence all the wicked in the land, uprooting from the city of the Lord all who do evil. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. So that your people may walk in innocence, you came to us, Lord Jesus, and told us to be holy, as your Father is holy. Help your children to love what is truly perfect, so that we may neither speak what is evil nor do what is wrong. Let us stand in your sight and celebrate with you the Father's love and justice. I will, I will sing, sing to you, O Lord. I will, I will learn, learn from you the way, the way of perfection. perfection. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Blessed are you and praiseworthy, O Lord, the God of our fathers, and glorious forever is your name. For you are just in all you have done. All your deeds are faultless, all your ways right, and all your judgments proper. For we have sinned and transgressed by departing from you, and we have done every kind of evil. For your name's sake, do not deliver us up forever, or make void your covenant. Do not take away your mercy from us, for the sake of Abraham, your beloved, Isaac, your servant, and Israel, your Holy One, to whom you promised to multiply their offspring like the stars of heaven or the sand on the shore of the sea. For we are reduced, O Lord, beyond any other nation, 
brought low everywhere in the world this day because of our sins. We have in our day no prince, prophet, or leader, no holocaust, sacrifice, oblation, or incense, no place to offer first fruits to find favor with you. But with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were holocausts of rams and bullocks, or thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your presence today as we follow you unreservedly. For those who trust in you cannot be put to shame. And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you and we pray to you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, do do not withhold your your compassion from us. O God, I will sing to you a new song. O God, God, I will will sing sing to you a new song. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my arms for battle, who prepares my hands for war. He is my love, my fortress. He is my stronghold, my savior, my shield, my place of refuge. He brings people under my rule. Lord, what is man that you care for him, mortal man that you keep him in mind, man who is merely a breath, whose life fades like a passing shadow? Lower your heavens and come down. Touch the mountains, breathe them in smoke. Flash your lightnings, rout the foe, shoot your arrows and put them to flight. Reach down from heaven and save me. Draw me out of the mighty waters, from the hands of alien foes whose mouths are filled with lies, whose hands are raised in perjury. To you, O God, will I sing a new song. I will play on the ten-stringed harp to you who give kings their victory, who set David, your servant, free. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, God of strength, you gave your Son victory over death. Direct your church's fight against evil in the world. Clothe us with the weapons of light, and unite us under the one banner of love, that we may receive our eternal reward after the battle of earthly life. O O God, God, I will will sing sing to you you a new song. A reading from Isaiah. All you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come. Receive grain and eat. 
Come without paying and without cost. Drink wine and milk. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. To the God who gives us the joy of praising Him this morning and who strengthens our hope, let us pray. Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the the glory glory of your name. We thank you, God and Father of Jesus, our Savior, for the knowledge and immortality you have given us through him. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the the glory glory of your name. Make us humble of heart. Help us to serve one another out of reverence for Christ. Hear Hear us, O Lord, Lord, for for the the glory of your name. Pour out your Spirit on us, your servants. Make us sincere in our love for each other. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for for the the glory of your name. You instructed man to labor and to exercise dominion over the earth. May our work honor you and sanctify our brothers and sisters. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as As we we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Increase in us, Lord, the faith you have given us, and bring to a harvest worthy of heaven the praise we offer you at the beginning of this new day. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to get off your knees and down from the mountaintop and get the day going. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. In the meantime, you go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.